0: your new hello and welcome back to scream 101 i'm brennan and i'm sergio and this is a this is a podcast what do we do well here at
1: scream 101 we rate music okay we rate screamo music That's oh why yeah it's
0: scream 101 so yeah uh what are your top five broken side songs
1: um i love tap that ass i don't um, think you know what screamo is <laughs> i don't know i also don't know that specific band i know what screamo is i just don't know that specific band sure. nor do i know any of the artists or any songs whatsoever
0: <laughs> you know what uh, Brennan, what do we really do here? Uh, we Well, lately we've been doing horror franchises. Um, we're starting a brand new one today. It's a little twofer for Christmas. It's called Gremlins and Gremlins 2. But first, let's do Gremlins. Okay. <laughs> and then before that, let's do some ten-word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. All right, sweet. So Knives Out. Oh, my oh. God. Wake up. I'm awake.
1: You act like you just rolled out of bed. I think uh, I...
0: Okay. So Knives Out. Blah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just giving the people what they want. A sultry you voice. Complete
0: lack of energy.
1: A sultry voice. Okay. I'm like, who's that one actress who has a sultry voice?
0: Jessica Simpson.
1: I was thinking of Ellen Green, but okay. Okay. Um, so Knives Out, or should I say Knives Out, for for those of you who think I lack energy. um, A Great that Time. That was the least energetic way to say that.
0: Oh, my God. I hate you.
1: Knives Out okay sorry Sound sounded
0: like you were yawning okay hate you so much what's your review
1: um a great time of class warfare i love it
0: okay my review <laughs> is um not the movie i was promised but mostly a blast
1: yeah see my review is so much more telling uh and then the good liar that's what we saw right yes um everything you could want except logic
0: that's good um I mean, your letterbox review was perfect, so I understand why you would need to quote it directly. Yes. Uh, I didn't mean to call you out. I do that sometimes, too. Yeah, I know you um, do. When my letterbox reviews are short enough. I learn from the best. I think or, I'm just stalling, because well, I forgot to write my review for The Good Liar. <laughs> I make do. Uh-huh. Um, The Good Liar. Um,
1: make it about Russell Toby.
0: Uh I would bounce a quarter off of that ass.
1: That's all you need to know about The Good Liar. Mm-hmm okay it's it's fun
0: it's fun although i think like, his partner probably had a better ass than him but the partner wasn't really in the movie <laughs>
1: yeah it's mostly just just chilling anyways anyway um watch the good liar is what we're saying
0: yeah like if if you if you're the type of person who saw that trailer for greta and was like i want to go to there um the good liar is about the same in that it's like not a particularly great movie but it is kind of it's fun. Loopy and zany, and it's a fun bit of, uh, like, old exploitation. Yeah. That's a good word. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, let's move Gremlins. on to our review of Gremlins. Gremlins. Here is Gremlins. the plot. Gremlins. Gremlins. Wait, no. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Already you're off to a great start.
0: No, but, like, literally um the whole back of the dvd has no plot synopsis it's just a bunch of like filler about how gremlins is a great movie so let me pull up um something good hold on
1: you can't come up with a plot on your own
0: i mean i could but i wanted to come up with something short and sweet a gadget salesman is looking for a special gift for his son and finds one at a store in chinatown the shopkeeper is reluctant to sell him the Mogwai, but, well, no, the shopkeeper doesn't sell him. The kid does. Um, the kid sells it to him with a warning to never expose him to bright light water or to feed him after midnight. All of this happens, uh, <laughs> and the result is a gang of gremlins that decide to tear up the town on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we rate, we rate all of our movies on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. What's your scariness score, Sergio?
1: My scariness score
0: is two. Oh my god, me two.
1: Yeah, it's, I don't even think it deserves that if I'm being honest, but there is enough like kind of gore and like implied violence that it merits it Um, because them gremlins get into, up to some shit. But at the same yeah. time, I never feel personally threatened or afraid of the gremlins. They are just so adorable.
0: Oh, so you think the like the the green like evil gremlins, like you think they're adorable? Yes,
1: I do. They're maybe not adorable in the, like, cuddly sense in that you can make them into, like, merchandise, mm-hmm. although I'm sure they that exists somewhere oh, as sure. a Funko Pop or something. Um, but, like, they're, at the very least, not really threatening.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're you know, they're, they're buffoonish. They're, like, kind of the Three Stooges, but, like, the 18 million Stooges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah.
1: In the same way that Chucky is not really all that frightening, you know. The Gremlins are not that frightening.
0: I don't know. I mean... I, I think the scary thing about them is the idea of just the sheer quantity of them mm-hmm. and the fact that they can reproduce so easily. Like, like land piranhas. Sure, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I think the scariest part of this movie is when um, Phoebe Cates and Zach Gallagher are behind the screen in the movie theater that's playing Snow White. Um, and then the gremlins see that there are silhouettes through the screen so um, you can see like this giant like a wave of gremlin silhouettes from behind the screen approaching them to like try to tear them to pieces mm-hmm. um, and that is like you know it's the power of suggestion and just the sheer enormity of like oh this is what's coming after us that's a that was kind of scary mm-hmm. um, But, yeah I mean the movie is definitely more of like a fun playful kitty movie except for when it's not yeah <laughs> um, do you have specific scenes you are referencing? I mean, the uh, Phoebe Cates' Christmas monologue about her dad dying in the chimney.
1: Yeah, that was spoilers, number one. Um, and then number two, yeah, that was really tragic.
0: Yeah, but also it doesn't necessarily spoil anything because it doesn't really play into her character or her decisions or like really any other element of the movie except for the scene that it's in, which is kind of disappointing, I guess.
1: A little bit. I remember like when I first saw this movie as a kid, And I truly was a child when I first saw this. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, of course.
0: Gremlins is the perfect movie for children.
1: Uh, It was was an odd thing to say. Of course you were a child when you saw this. Uh, I don't know. It was a weird response. Never mind. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought that that scene was super just totally irrelevant or totally inconsistent with the rest of the mm-hmm. movie because the rest of the movie is zany and fun and like super high octane. And then that scene is just kind of needlessly sad, which don't get me wrong. I love needlessly sad parts mm-hmm. in movies, you know, but in this movie it just didn't really have a place. Yeah. It th- didn't make sense.
0: I like, I remember a lot of people really like that monologue and I'm not saying I don't, I just, this time, cause I knew that it was like a really famous moment, but this time I was like, yeah, it doesn't really feel like it belongs here. Not even on a tonal level, just on a narrative level. Like, I'm like, nobody asked her to talk about this. Um, sh- they're in a kind of intense situation where they should be running from gremlins, but she gives this whole monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like gremlins outside, like feet away from her. And it just it, it, it feels off in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have it out of the movie. Um, no,
1: it's a better movie for it, I guess. Yeah.
0: But I, I, I think it is a remnant of the original script, which is a lot darker and nastier. Um, I was telling you while we were watching it that in the original draft the mom gets decapitated by the gremlins <laughs> she doesn't you know get bonked on the head and get bandaged up by the end she is mm-hmm. donezo
1: do you think if they ever remake this movie which i'm sure has been brought up multiple times in Absolutely. hollywood in the past five years uh-huh. like they would include those uh those original edits
0: i hope they would i mean i hope they go the evil dead remake route of like really just embracing the grossness of it all because mm-hmm. that, um, would be cause that could be really movie. fun but I, I doubt that they would. Okay. Um, what else do we got? I mean, <clears throat> let's see. Da, da, da. I mean, I, I think the, the, the scene where the where the mom kind of discovers the gremlins in the house is pretty, like, it's a good horror scene, mm-hmm. a suspense scene. Because, mm-hmm. like, she's up in the attic. She sees all the egg sacs have burst. And then, like, do you hear what I hear? Starts playing downstairs. And I think that's a solid scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gremlins that come from Gizmo originally Uh have always just been chaos from the moment they were born.
0: Oh, yeah. Even when they were the cute mogwai, I was like, oh, they're kind of assholes.
1: Yeah, didn't they torture the dog? Put him in a little little Christmas lights thing? Yeah. See, and that's just, that's frightening.
0: And they wanted to become gremlins. Like, they broke his clock so he would feed them after midnight. Yeah, they They knew. knew. Yeah. Yeah. God, that kid was so dumb, though. Well... And also, he is definitely in his 20s, because he is drinking at a bar at one point. He's working yeah. as a bank teller. Yeah, he's working as a bank teller, just living in his parents' attic. And then his dad's like, I got you this strange uh, Furby for Christmas. And he's like, yes, you are my pet now. You, We are friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you are acting like... Because in my memories of this movie, Zach Galligan is like 15. Yeah. And not a full-grown business boy adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was odd to... I don't know, revisit. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: there are a lot of bank tellers in small towns who are in their 20s and living in their parents' attic who would disagree with you. No, no, I'm not saying that... Truly representation.
0: No, I'm not saying that that's weird. Um, But I'm saying, like, that this movie, he really should be in high school. It just doesn't make sense that he's an adult because mm-hmm. this movie is so much for kids mm-hmm. where it's like, why is there not a major child character other than, I guess, Corey Feldman, who's not really a part of it. He's kind of just a window dressing of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, they didn't really do much with Corey
1: Feldman. Was he a thing at that point? I don't know the trajectory of his career. Um,
0: I know. This would have been the same year he did Friday the 13th, The Final Chapter. Um, which was one of his earlier roles. So it was, I, I don't know. On the, the cusp of a breakout? He was, because I think he must have been filming Goonies around this point. I don't know exactly where they came out relative to each other, but he wasn't quite there yet. Okay, cool. We should watch Goonies. Sure. I haven't seen it in a minute. I mean, me neither. But we hadn't seen Gremlins in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, there was and it, no still, point holds that. it, it still, still holds up. It still holds up. But I have no fond memories of, of Goonies. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Martha Plimpton, though. Who? Martha Plimpton. Okay. She's the girl. Sure. You know what? We're just going to stop. People Look, are going to tweet at you be like, how the fuck do you not know
0: Martha Plimpton? Look, Goonies is a movie for straight permission. people.
1: Okay. My Sergio Twitter army. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> truly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. Woo!
0: I, I think we should take a minute to talk about- The, the ho- Goonies? No. Never. Plimpton. No, about Gremlins and how we, like, found it as children. Like, how did you come across it? Was it playing on TV? Yeah, it most likely was playing on television. Okay. On, like, probably
1: UPN at that point, now My13, or whatever your local station is. Sure. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, it was just in the middle of the day. I saw it. I think I'd heard a lot about it. And I was like, oh, I can finally see it with, you know, the occasional commercial break. Um, And I enjoyed it. I really dug it.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, for me, I was, I was definitely a bit of a gremlin's head as a kid. Um, I think my first exposure was actually because I read the novelization because I checked it out uh. of my school library. <laughs> and that novelization is wild. There's a lot of stuff from Gizmo's perspective. And it reveals that Gizmo is an alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and there's a whole bunch going on with that. Um, but I remember really liking the book. And then I bought Gremlins and Gremlins 2. I mean, the DVDs I have today, I bought, I think at a, it was either one of the last Tower Records or a building that used to be a Tower Records but still sold music and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the... If that still was a Tower Records, it Gremlins and Gremlins 2 were the only things I ever got to buy there before Aww. it closed down. <laughs> cool. Um but Yeah, so I don't know. I have I have a strong fondness for the Gremlins. Um it's not a it's not a nostalgia that has like I don't think blinded me ag- a- against this movie, like it's not like oh, I'm going to give it 5 out of 5 on everything cuz mm-hmm. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. But I definitely it's it was nice to go back to. Yeah um
1: question when you were a child did the gremlins then scare you at all i don't think so
0: yeah see yeah i mean it
1: doesn't shine on its scariness it shines on campiness and effects i guess too which we can move on to what's your campiness score campiness score four uh me too you just look at mine you looked at mine i didn't okay you swear i I read my sheet you swear i would care
0: to like agree with you whatever um fair enough. Uh but is there a particular moment other than you know just general mayhem? Um
1: campiness moments for me include well I like the dog scene. I like oh Campiness 101 which again is a truly frightening scene when you think about it but the way that it is is just not um the way it was executed and that's when the old woman who like owns the town or whatever.
0: yeah she owns a lot of the property and she's like the Landlord for a lot of people.
1: The gremlins come to attack her, uh-huh. and number one, they show up in Christmas outfits, little mittens, little books, oh, yeah. and they're doing Christmas carols. I really
0: wanted a scene where they like, I don't know, were knitting those mittens or something. Like they're so tiny and cute.
1: Yeah, and so super adorable, not frightening at all. um no. and then they kill her, and they kill her because they somehow do program her seat that because she has one of those like chairs that goes up a ladder. No, not up, up, ladder. The up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> up the stairs, like an up, and it just shoots all the way up because apparently she lives in like a five story house or whatever. And then it just. <laughs> She's rich. Shoots her all the way out of the house, and she lands like head first into the snow and she dies. Oh, yeah. Um, That's and, pretty great. Yeah. And it's just, it's so funny, and it's not scary, even though in theory, like, you know, your own home being used against you mm-hmm. should be very frightening.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, look, that's true. Th- this movie makes up for what's not necessarily scary with a sense of kind of meanness. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely, like, obviously, it's kind of toned down from what it was supposed to be originally, but there's still this kind of a hard edge of, we're going to kind of push the limits of what, like, this children's fantasy movie is going to do in terms of actually killing people mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, it's not very bloody, but people mm-hmm. do die in this movie. Yeah um and somehow it feels like the stakes aren't real like there aren't no stakes
1: there aren't any stakes
0: i mean just because it is so like unreal of a concept yeah maybe i mean because again people die uh-huh like the science teacher dies oh, yeah um r.i.p mm-hmm. the person of color in town yeah he's one of the first to go too yeah hmm. i guess you're right go ahead continue yeah um and there's some very campy stuff, especially around Rand Peltzer, the dad, which for who, first of all, I did not remember gets the voiceover introduction to this movie. And he's like, boy, have I got a story for you. And I'm like, you're barely in this. You're off on a business trip for like the whole movie. Uh-huh. Um, so that was weird. And all the
1: family has of you is your useless contraptions, which also super campy.
0: That is so campy. It's just like that poor mom who has to be the housewife to this inventor who makes no money because his inventions are shit. Uh Um, And she just keeps having to put on a brave face as she uses his inventions that inevitably explode or hurt her or ruin the kitchen (laughs) or whatever. And it's just, she's like, is this what my life has become? I don't know. I felt really bad for the
1: mom in this, this one. Yeah, she's got a dumb kid, useless husband. Truly her life.
0: Look, the kid is supporting them because I don't the mom, I believe, is a housewife. The dad makes no money, except for maybe his new smokeless ashtray is gonna do something. The kid's working at the bank, he's the only one with a solid paycheck, he's supporting everyone. Okay. Um and also he is gonna lose his job because he brings his dog to work at the bank like a fool. Leave the dog at home. Well, small towns are different that way. Well also the dog mauls one of his customers. He mauls the bitch who's dead. Yeah, well, that's good, because she can't sue him or get him fired anymore. Yeah, so the dog Um, is free to come back. To to maul somebody else? Yes. No, look, he does not deserve that job as a bank teller. He is so bad at it. Anyway, um, what else is happening? I just got really mad about that. Um, There was a campy part where Stripe, the main evil gremlin, is attacking with a chainsaw, but then he gets knocked over, and the chainsaw kind of drags him away, (laughs) which is kind of great. Also... Oh, yeah. I was talking about the inventor dad. Um, I think it's just the epitome of straight white male hubris where it's like, I'm an inventor. That is my job, even though I can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, although I do like there's a scene where he's at this inventor convention uh, where he's on this payphone and Robbie the robot from Forbidden Planet is also on the payphone behind him, hmm. which is great. Do you have a favorite gremlin? Um, Gizmo. No,
1: he's a mogwai. He's not a gremlin. Same shot. Literally same shit. Um, I guess no. If we're looking at specific oh. green little man,
0: my favorite gremlin is the one that is a robber, um, and he has the like balaclava over his face. He's um, cute. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's your effect score? <laughs> um, four. I'm giving this a straight up five.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's a strong four, borderline five. Um, were we to remove re- remove where we <laughs> <laughs> were we to review this movie in the '80s, it probably would be a five because I feel like everything was probably state of the art at that point. Uh-huh. And, like I had trouble figuring out how the Gremlins were operating—were they just like puppets? Were they animatronics? Because they were just so good and they seemed so lifelike. Mm. I mean, they didn't seem real, but they seemed as close to real as you know little contraptions could be.
0: Yeah, like that. There's the thing. There, there's that kind of line of fantasy here that's very important, like in of suspension of disbelief. Because, like, yeah, Gizmo looks like a toy. He looks like a Furby. Um, He doesn't look like a thing that's real. His eyes are clearly, you know, puppet eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way that the puppeteers breathe life into Gizmo and Stripe and the Gremlins is the same way that, like, makes you believe in the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Because Kermit looks like he's a frog made out of felt. But, like, when they start to make him move, you believe him. Yeah. And there's that line of suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. And I was fully in on the Mogwai and the Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I am mentally aware that they are fake creations of, like, rubber and fur and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the second they start moving, I'm like, oh no, these are creatures and they are real and they're happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it. In terms of the motion effects and the things that they can make the gremlins and the maguay do, in terms of expressiveness and action, I think it's incredibly unparalleled. Like the like it, like on terms of design, not necessarily realistic, but in terms of the way they're brought to life, I think it's unmatched. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like Agreed. Beautiful practical effects. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then all of the scenes that they're
1: involved in seem just so well done, too, from the theater scene that you've already mentioned. to n- Hundreds
0: of gremlins. That yeah. must have been so expensive.
1: Yeah. Um, to that part where the movie slowly gets, you know, really um, intimate and then they're in the hardware store. Uh-huh. And it's just like Spike, not Spike, Stripe, Stripe. And then the dude and then the little gremlin driving around in his little car. Gizmo. Uh, Gizmo. He's so adorable. Yeah, it's just, it's all good.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, also the, the, like, alien egg sacs at the Gremlin. They're so, like, squishy and organic and gross. Mm-hmm. And then the part where um, Stripe jumps into the pool and starts to kind of roil and boil and the smoke emits everywhere. It's just, it's all real. It's fun. It's It's a great effects extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where the movie, this is the reason the movie was created and they live up to it.
1: They shine. Um, On the note for the egg sacs, one thing that was distracting, but like totally when I was a kid and not really capable of critical thought, um, even to this day, uh, (laughs) the little little egg sacs were glowing green and I was like, why are there like active light sources in there? It's bioluminescent. Fair, fine, whatever. Full of krill or whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, So, so yeah. Cool.
0: Um, What's your overall quality score?
1: (sighs) I'm tempted to give it a five. Um And I think I will
0: Okay I feel that Um, And maybe Maybe my choice is just A, a kind of unwillingness To let nostalgia rule me But I'm giving it a four uh-huh. um, Because Yeah I mean It's a great movie uh-huh. Um, I don't think it's one that I'm like rapturously in love With every single frame of it yeah. Especially the like It's like why is Judge Reinhold In this movie for no reason Like oh, yeah. all of the bank stuff I'm like I don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, And I feel like it doesn't it doesn't like close the arc on like the mean la- landlady realtor lady like really strongly mm-hmm. like obviously she gets her comeuppance but also it just it doesn't feel i don't know i feel like i don't get closure on a lot of the like side characters mm-hmm. um it's not
1: the best script um but provided by chris columbus who made harry potter one and two um those were great nobody will wrong those
0: um oh i will or be they're out. like my least favorite of the harry potter you movies. shut your whore okay. mouth
1: um so uh no i what was i on
0: uh the script oh
1: yeah so the script isn't the best but i do think that it's enjoyable from start to finish oh yeah of course save i shouldn't say that enjoyable from two minutes in to finish because i thought that the opening scene was way too long and so boring the chinatown sequence yeah um, and maybe because I kind of already knew the setup, like how it comes to be or how mm-hmm. he gets the gremlins. And I was like, this is unnecessary. Um, yeah, it's but, unnecessary
0: and racially questionable.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's fun and it's good. Mm-hmm. And I like, it's rare that I would, I don't want to, you know, hurt all of our other viewings of movies that we've seen for this podcast. But like, I was down to rewatch this movie like last night. Um, you know, a day after we'd seen it. Um, right after we'd seen The Good Liar. So like it's <laughs> rare that a movie is that good that I want to rewatch it that quickly. So that's true. That's a 5 out of 5 for me.
0: Okay. No, that makes perfect sense. Um for me this time, I mean, like again, cannot fault the effects. I think maybe the the kind of uh cartoonish antics are things that I'm less interested in as an adult mm-hmm. slightly. Um, like especially in the bar scene where they're running Rampage uh, over the bar and Phoebe Cates is like behind the counter kind of just trying to, I don't know, fend them off and Mm -hmm. feed them. Mm -hmm. Um, That scene goes on for so long. (laughs) It's like, I get it. They're smashing each other with hammers and putting on little puppet shows and doing all this stuff, but it feels like it goes on for five full minutes, Hmm. like for a whole Peter Gabriel song, which weird choice also. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I could have done with probably two minutes shaved off of this scene because it's just like little vignettes about weird things that the gremlins are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, There were some sequences that could have
1: been cut off or cut shorter at the very least mm because it's just, like, I get it. They're minions and they're causing mayhem. I don't need to see this entire, like, exchange.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, this movie invented the minions. This movie invented Baby Yoda. (laughs) Um, We have not talked about Gizmo enough. Gizmo is the most adorable thing. Mm -hmm. We love Gizmo. I would adopt Gizmo, um, although that's a lot of responsibility. Maybe I would just, you know, come visit him from time to time. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the the ending, where Gizmo does get taken away, and there's no like kind of happy conclusion to that? <laughs> I thought it
1: was fine. I thought it made sense. I thought this was an awesome responsibility slash power that the East was allowing the West to use. And as the West does, shows that they can't use it properly. They can't follow fucking directions. Um, And then, so, yeah, East is like, you know what? You don't deserve this nice thing. Taking it back. If only that applied to gunpowder today. But, you know, whatever.
0: (laughs) True. I mean, yeah, we are irresponsible. Um, And the thing that really infuriated me and I hope was a moment of commentary and not just like cluelessness on Chris Columbus's part. um, But the part where Rand Peltzer, he notices that or he learns that like water makes the Mogwai multiply. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, we can make thousands of these. We could sell them across the land. It's like Rand Peltzer's pet or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you didn't invent this or discover this. You got it from somebody like a person of color, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're out here trying to stamp your name on it and brand it and make it your thing and like patent it and be like this was mine all along mm-hmm. and make money off of it. Mm-hmm. And like, no, yeah. it's like if you found a dog on the street and just made. I mean, I guess people sell the babies of dogs that they have, but like it's it's it just feels. Crass Well
1: people sell Like their puppies And stuff But they're not trying To like mass Commercialize them And making sure There's one in Every fucking home That's true You know they do it Probably because They love their dog And dog breed And I mean probably For extra cash too Like you can't remove That
0: from it But 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 no it's it's like If you're selling Like the babies Of your dog It's not like Sergio's brand Trademark puppies They're
1: not seeking Fame and accolades For it
0: For literally just Just buying something At a store And then selling it Yeah
1: so, yeah, so that's very, very good. It has to be intentional. Or at the very least, it, we recognize that now. This is a good movie to watch through an anti-colonial lens. Oh,
0: I mean, it is. Um, we don't. We just fuck things right up. Um, one last thing. I try not to remember that the voice of Gizmo is provided by Howie Mantel. <laughs>
1: oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, Bobby's
0: World. Sure. He was Bobby in Bobby's World. Was he really? Yeah. Is that a good show? It was great, my nineties um, babies will love it, sure um but I just feel like that that knowledge in the back of my mind is like if I found out that baby Yoda was played by Chris angel or something uh, it's just like it doesn't make sense
1: like why are you doing this? Howie mind does in a lot of like voices and shit
0: that's true, especially at this time that's more like what he was known for uh, and doing and
1: Good for Halle Mandela. Yeah, good for
0: him. And keeping him a job, you know, from he truly has from
1: gro- from Gizmo to Bobby to America's Got Talent. Truly,
0: he is good. He sure exists. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess that that's that's about it for Gremlins, right? Any yeah. Any last, uh, last
1: thoughts? Um, no, I'm stoked for Gremlins too. I know it's its own movie, and that I shouldn't, you know, be as excited as I am for it. But it's something that I've always wanted to watch. And oh, so just, you've never seen it? I've never
0: seen it. Ooh, okay. Um, well, we can make our guesses about that. But first, here's how you can get in contact with the show. Find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars, please. Um, okay, so next week, we're going to be wrapping up the Leprechaun franchise with Leprechaun Returns. And then we will never have to return to these movies. I'm excited for that one to end. Not because
1: it's... <laughs> Uh-huh. Excuse me. Not because it's been a bad series, but because there have been some ups and downs with these leprechauns. Really? And I am so stoked to see what this last film has been, because people have said nice things about it. Yeah, they have. So I want to see if it's a return to form.
0: Yeah, me too. Instead um, of
1: some weird weird monster thing mm-hmm. that alleges it's a uh, leprechaun. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, yeah, in two weeks, we're going to be closing out the year with our episode on Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Uh, came out in 1990 so six years after the original gremlins um Woo! sergio do you have any guesses as to what's going to happen
1: um i mean i think it's no small coincidence that gremlins 2 came out the same year that i did
0: oh so it's going to be perfect came out be of beautiful. my came out
1: of the womb you know coming out was a different story that's true um, you, were
0: <laughs> you weren't like waving a little pride flag when you were born yeah
1: um just little wrists
0: um so, well, I mean, I, your wrist probably wasn't strong enough to hold up your hand anyway.
1: <laughs> mm. Back to the gremlins. Um, the I am just so stoked to see. Why am I using the word stoked so much today? I am so excited to see the female gremlin. That is the one thing I know about this movie. Uh-huh. That is the one gift that I have seen used since forever, uh, since my days on Tumblr. So I want to, you know, experience it. And it's perfect in context glory.
0: Okay um and yeah i i i only remember a couple things i remember this one's in new york (laughs) for some reason um and i know it's zanier but honestly i'm down like let's see where this goes Mm -hmm. um that's the one i watched less as a kid um so it'll it'll be almost new to me so that's fun um i don't remember if phoebe kate's comebacks comes back i know zach galligan does Mm um and obviously Gizmo does, because is the most important character. Yeah,
1: Gizmo's great.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's going to be it. Until next time, good luck on your journey. Stay gold, everybody. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.